Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Folks, are utilities signaling pain ahead? Did you know that utilities are defensive? You probably did. But are they signaling pain ahead? And of course, what is the max pain that we're looking at for different uh, options? So, uh, Mr. Berg, what's going on? Good morning. I look forward to your event. It's going to be fun. Yeah, February 17th, 18th. VIPs are sold out. Added a few tickets, but uh, yeah, two hundred and fifty. How many hours. more? How many more do you have left of the regular? Uh, right now, we have about one hundred and thirty left of the regular. Okay, so that's your. That's almost halfway done too. Yeah, almost halfway, and um, it'll 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 sell out. I'm gonna guess sell out in September. It'll sell out this month. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Cool. It'll be fun. Um, let me share my screen because I know you've got some things you got to get to. So we'll go through this pretty quick. For anybody that's interested in receiving my newsletter, just uh, go to breakpointtrading.net, .net, not .com, .net, mm -hmm. and sign up for the newsletter. Uh, you register your email, but you then also have to pick a pricing plan. Pick the $0 free pricing plan. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, and then you can get the newsletter by going out there. So what I wanted to talk about here is um, I got an email from a cyber who sent me a link to this article. It says, are utilities sending a massive warning? Yeah, you know, over the past eight trading days, utilities have beaten the S&P by more than 6.5% and the Russell by nearly 8%. On top of that, the outperformance has been nearly a straight line up for a week and a half. So that sounds dire, doesn't it? It does. The other interesting thing on here says, I wish I were seeing some more move with long-term treasuries. If utilities and treasury outperform sharply at the same time, I really think it could mark the beginning of a correction. Huh. Okay. So I decided to go take a look at this. So one thing I did was I looked at utilities and treasuries, the 10-year, <clears throat> side by side, okay. just to see how they compare with each other. And in general, yes, utilities have been going up. This is, uh, this is a daily view. Let's look at it. Actually, this is an intraday view. Look at a daily view. You can see utilities, like he said, have been going up in a straight line. And yes, that's true. They have been going up in a straight line, but they are far away from their highs, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, if you look at 2023, which has been a pretty pretty much a bull market, utilities have done this before. So this isn't unique. It happened back here in March, which March, by the way, for the S&P, and you can see in March, the um, tenure went down utilities went up. Ever since May, the tenure has just been continually going up. 
utilities came down, now it's starting to go back up again. Hmm. Now utilities, just as you said, is a, is a defensive sector. So hmm. whenever the market is starting to pull back, as it is right now, and everyone pretty much was expecting, and I've been saying for a few weeks, September is the worst month of the year. Yeah. The end of September, we showed it in the last session, how bad the last two weeks of September typically are. So I think everyone knows September is going to be pretty bad. So what do what do the big traders do? They rotate out of all of the things that they've made money in mm -hmm. throughout the whole year, all of the growth sectors, the technology sectors. They sell those, they rotate out of it, and they go into the defensive sectors. Yeah. And this that's exactly what's happening. So utilities should be going up. This is the longer term, the weekly view down here. And this one makes it much more clear. You can clearly see the trend of utilities versus the trend of the 10-year treasury. Yeah. You know, 10 years just continually going higher. I'm a lot more concerned about this yeah, than I am too. about this. So as I've always said on this channel, put things in perspective. When you read articles like that, that sound like they're dire warnings that the market's about to crash because utilities are going up, put it in perspective and see what that really means. Yes, utilities are going up. They should be going up. They are a defensive sector. Right. But they're a long way from even where their highs were over this last year. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. This is the uh, sector. This is as of Friday. So these are all the sectors. What you'll notice, real estate, utilities, financials, industrials, healthcare, staples, materials. These are all, you know, staples, healthcare, and utilities are all defensive sectors. Mm -hmm. Real estate can, can be a defensive sector as well. Financials, industrials, and materials are what I call breath sectors. They can go either way. They're all above the S&P. Yep. Now look at the ones that are below the S&P. All of the aggressive growth sectors communications, consumer discretionary, and technology. An interesting energy went down Friday as well. Now, if we look at this on a one-week view, now we've got the S&P down here, and the only thing below the S&P now is industrials and technology. Mm -hmm. So everything else for the week has outperformed, and look what's at the top of the list. Utilities. Oh, yeah. So let's look at this on a rotational chart. Let me oh, just look at that. Bigger. Just screaming, lagging, deleting. Wow. <sighs> All right. We'll make it uh, six weeks. All right. So now you can see energy clearly over this over six weeks is now in the leading quadrant. Financials is starting to go up. Financials do really well in the fourth quarter as well. Utilities is right here. You can see it's moving from lagging to improving. And here's the staples. These are all, all of these over here are um, defensive sectors. Mm -hmm. And you can see the ones down here that have, that have moved from leading to weakening. Technology, the NASDAQ, communications, and discretionary. All of the aggressive sectors. All of the growth sectors. So this is, this is what you should see happening at this time of the year. As yep. we move into September and even early October, 
that's that's what you should see happening. You can animate these and see see how they've actually moved. That's wild. But what's really cool is let's just highlight utilities by itself. Oh. And let's see how utilities has moved. Up and down, up and down, up oh, and down. Wild visualization. I like it. All right. So yes, utilities have been going straight up, but they've done that before. Watch it again. It goes up, down, up, down, <laughs> up, up, down. Going up now. So now it's going up. I expect it to continue to go up through September and early October. And in fact, I expect to see the defensive sectors do well in the next few weeks. And things rotate out of, out of technology. But like I said last time in the last session, this might be the time to start putting together a list and thinking about what you wanna buy when the market hits that bottom in October and it starts to rally the end of October and starts to move back up. All right, so the last thing before we close is Max Payne. I also had a question from somebody about Max Payne that was watching one of our earlier mm -hmm. uh, videos right. that we did on Max Payne. And he was asking me, does Max Payne apply to ETFs like the SPY and the triple Qs? Mm -hmm. And yes, it does. It applies to anything that has options, basically. Okay. The way that it works is you take all of the call option premium and all of the put option premium and you balance those to where they they are equal to each other where they balance out whatever price they balance out at so another way to think about that is take all the call premium and make it a plus sign take all the put premium and make it a minus sign wherever those end up in the middle that price is max pain that's the price that market makers would like that symbol that ticker that stock to go to buy options expiration which was this past friday so that they don't have to pay out the premium right. so that those options expire worthless and they don't have to pay the premium saves them a lot of money yeah. now the important thing to understand about max Payne <clears throat> is that it will it is not telling you exactly where the price is going to be so don't think of it that way think of it as a directional clue of in general, which way the market wants to move. So if we look at the Qs and the SPY at the top, you can see that the market, this was as of Friday uh, the 8th. So this was a week earlier. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> Max Payne put it at 349 for the triple Qs. And actually, let me, let me go to, well, I'll do this one. See where the triple Qs actually were at. So they were at. Uh, uh, hang on, this smaller. Three seventy. Oh, okay. So they ended at three seventy. So they were three seventy two a week earlier. They were at three seventy. Max Payne often moves into the next week. Right. First few days of the following week. So that's Monday through Wednesday. Right. And the reason for that is if somebody has a huge win, let's say they bought NVIDIA mm -hmm. back at 400, they bought a call on it, you know, that expired in September. So they're way in the money. 
but they might they might want to actually own Nvidia. They might say, well, yeah, okay. it's expiring. I could just close out my my option, right, and pocket the the profit. But I would actually like to own Nvidia. So instead of doing that, I'm going to exercise my option and I'm going to convert my options, my call options into actual stock. Hmm. All right. So when they when they exercise that option and if they do it on Friday and say, I, I want to exercise, I want this to convert into stock that happens on Saturday or really on, on Monday. Oh, okay. So those all of those exercise options will happen on Monday, but the market makers still have to take the other side of that trade right okay. all these people that want to convert this because they're they're making a profit the market makers have to sell it or sell it short on monday mm. in order to balance the market so that's why max Payne carries over into the following week many times mm. so it, it's it's interesting to track it's not something that i put a lot of stock on it's i just think it's interesting right. more than anything it get, kind of gives me a, a sense for what the trend of the market is you can figure that out without having to go through this exercise of plus and minus all the premiums. You can see right here, the net call put premium is two, what is that? Two trillion for yeah, NVIDIA? So. Yeah, look at that. Two trillion dollars for NVIDIA. Is that right? There's a hundred, no. there's 365 million, two billion, two, two billion. Two billion, billion, yeah. Two billion for NVIDIA. That's what the market makers stand to have to pay out if these don't expire worthless. Mm. Now, what did NVIDIA, and just out of curiosity, on Friday, 439 is where it ended. So NVIDIA, max pain was 373, but 439 was certainly in one week was much lower than the 455. Right. So directionally, this was right, but it, it's never really going to get to the actual price. Right, right, right. This is the price where they where there's equilibrium between calls and puts. Okay. All right. And you can go all the way to the bottom of this and see what's which ones are on the other side. You know, J and J down here. That that one was supposed to go up. Let's see what happened to it. I mean, not much went up last week. J and J ended at uh, 161, and this was at 160. So directionally, it went up a little bit, right. but certainly not seven percent. Now this this is going to continue into next week, right? So you can't really make that comparison until sometime probably next Friday. But that's what Max Payne is. It it just gives you a sense for the direction of the where the market might go based on what market makers are doing and what uh, options, what's happening with options. Nice. La one last thing I'll leave you with is. Uh, the leaderboard from IBD, um, they, they are still showing an uptrend under pressure. And on my website, you can get this front page even if you're not registered or not subscribed or anything. And I put the IBD status right on here, so uptrend mm -hmm. under pressure. And I put uh, some of the charts, if you just wanna look at charts for the NASDAQ, for instance, you can do that here without even registering. But look at look at how the NASDAQ went down on Friday, the big options expiration day. There's an example of max pain. There's a directional move. And this probably will continue into next week. So what we need to watch here is, is, it, is it going to take out this support level down here? 
Okay. I don't think it will. I think it's going to come heck, down to it. That's a heck of a drop. Yeah. But if it did take that out, that's that will complete this head and shoulders, which has has reappeared now. So we'll continue to watch it. But those charts are free for anybody. You know, these five charts here in the middle. Nice. If you just want to look at those, you don't need a subscription or anything for that. Yeah, uh, I appreciate leader, you. The leaderboard okay. here said a couple of interesting things. You know, that said that you know the Dow Jones reversed below its 50-day. Microsoft was the worst performer, and Walt Disney was the best. Wow. How about that? Disney was the best. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it talks about the Fed meeting next week. Um, these are the these are the ones that are reporting. FedEx, Darden Restaurants, KB Home. KB Home. And then the okay. uh, chip equipment is lagging right now. And if we look at the chips, the semiconductors, you can see right here, they hit this Fibonacci level right up here. Yep. Hit it multiple times, kept trying to break yeah. through it, but couldn't. Yep. And now it's getting rejected. So all of these chips, AMD, NVIDIA, Marvel, all of them are, are going to start to come down. And I think they will continue to come down through September and October. And these are the areas that you might want to watch sometime around the middle of October if you want to start buying things. Hmm. Because if this comes down to its 50-day moving average down here, right. then that, I think, is when it's going to start to rally. And when it rallies, I think it's going to rally into the end of the year. Hmm. Okay. And software is the other one. Software, same kind of thing. It didn't quite make it to its high back here, but it hit this Fibonacci level. And now it's getting rejected, starting down again. But it's still above its 21-day moving average. So in general, the market, even though it feels like it's gone down, it's actually holding up pretty good. Hmm. It's holding up above its 21-day moving average here. And as long as it's above its 50-day, then it's then it's positive, then it's bullish. Nice. Very, very cool. Well, this ought to be fun. I can't wait for next week to figure out what the Fed did. See if the uh, last two weeks of September are as rough as historical averages. Dan, yep. thank you very much. All right. You bet. Uh, for those that are interested, just go to breakpointtrading.net and uh, register and make sure you subscribe to the free one, mm -hmm. free newsletter. There you go. Thank you, buddy.